Hey guys, Seth and I, we, um, we lost a dear friend. Our pal Frankie passed away earlier this week. Um, Frankie, he was, um, he was probably one of the biggest supporters of this podcast ever since the very beginning. I mean, he, many of you listening right now might not be listening if it wasn't for Frankie spreading the word and you know, we appreciated that so much, but more than anything, we appreciated his friendship. Um, he was he was new to NASCAR, but he loved going to the track and knocking a few beers back and watching cars go in circles just as much as the rest of us. And, you know, he, <laughs> he was such a bright and creative and special person, and we'll, we'll miss him a whole lot. Um, yeah. We love you, Frankie. Welcome to the Big Motor Small Blade Podcast. I'm Buddy Pulley. And I'm Seth Dolby. And he is Seth Dolby. Um, yeah, we're here to talk about Bristol a couple days late. Uh, we won't get into why. Uh, but Ryan Priest, Kyle Larson, they got into it. We're going to talk about that. Chase Briscoe and why, sorry, doesn't cut it. Um, the inconsistent cautions, the great dirt debate. And, of course, Chase Elliott returning this weekend at Martinsville next on the Big Motor Small Blade Podcast. All right, Seth. You're a big proponent of this 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 here Bristol dirt race. Yes. Make a case for it real quick. We'll get into the nitty-gritty of it later, but yeah. I want to hear your initial, initial well, statement. Yeah, well, so there's there's two main ways that I'm looking at it right now. The main one is that was leagues better than the Bristol night race last year. Not even close. Last yep. year's dirt race was also leagues better than the Bristol night race last year. It's not Bristol's fault, but yep. it is what it is. And two, I have an absolute blast. All honest to God, all three years I've had a blast with this race. The first one was a mess. There's no doubt about that, but I have as a fan attending the race have had an absolute blast at this event and i will be disappointed if they don't do it again i concur that's been the podcast everybody <laughs> that's been the big murder small bay podcast i'm buddy bully he's stuff dumbass dumb ass i'm son dressing now yeah anyway <laughs> um yeah, um, I concur with you. I have uh, we're off, we're gonna get into it uh, a little bit more later, but I want to give you the chance to give that opening statement, give your opinion because I know you're a big, big fan of the dirt race. I too am. I mean, I've had a fun all three years. I mean, I think a lot of people, you know, the first year, a lot of people gave it shit because it was, it wasn't the best. But for what it for it being one the first and being under literally the worst conditions they could have asked for, it was a fine race. It was it was competitive. Um, and then last year it got better, and then this year was even better. Like, I mean, you, there's no denying like last year or this year was a fantastic race. Yeah. So like if and if you don't think so, then I, I don't know what to tell you. That's probably um, on Fox if you don't think so, to be completely exactly, honest. Exactly. Yeah. Um and I even heard good things about Fox in yeah. this race, but yeah. I also heard bad things. Um, <laughs> Sounded like but, it was yeah. like their best broadcast of the season, but that's not necessarily yeah. saying that much. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm for um, a NASCAR dirt race. And yeah, I'll leave it at that until we get into it. Um, but let's get into the big thing. Um, yo, bro, you need to talk to your boy. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what... Out. I don't know what his problem is. What his deal is. Um, Kyle Larson, Ryan Priest obviously got into it. Started with Kyle Larson putting Ryan Priest in a precarious position off turn four and essentially put Ryan Priest in the wall, which broke a toe link. Um, And then Ryan Priest got back to Kyle, or Kyle got back to him. I don't know how that Kyle spun, and then he was trying to get back around him. Yeah, Yeah, Larson ran out of talent, um, and uh, not a good dirt racer at all. so I could see why he's so upset with coming here this weekend. Um, but yeah, Ryan Priest pretty blatantly retaliates to Kyle Larson. Um, and then Kyle Larson, number, what's the number one rule of stock car racing, Seth? 
Well, I know what you're going to say, but the rule should be don't blow your fucking head off your shoulders when a guy gives you squeezes you in the wall after you squeeze him. Sorry. That's what it should be. Right. <laughs> and, and yeah, that's that's rule number two. Rule number one is don't learn how to wreck someone without wrecking yourself. Um, and rule number three is don't talk about race wars. Th- that's true. Um, that's a bringing Winston back joke. We're not. I swear. Um, speaking of that. Um, I was about to make a a correlation to the Bubba Wallace and Kyle Larson thing from Vegas. I mean, if he would have wrecked Priest right there, that would have been the biggest like chump fucking move ever. Because, I mean, it was it would have been the same thing as Bubba Wallace, if not worse. I mean, it. It wouldn't have been worse. They weren't going nearly as fast. And I'm not. Well, no, no, no. The reason I say worse is because Larson got loose, put Bubba on the wall. Bubba immediately retaliated, right? Larson initially caused it. And then Bubba retaliated. Larson initially caused this and then went back, went to, (laughs) he played both sides of it, essentially. Um, And that's what I mean by that. But yeah, it wouldn't have been nearly as bad. But. I mean, Larson he still doesn't like if, ends up spinning out. If he um, had gotten it done, I think he should have been penalized in some way. I mean, yeah. if we want to stay consistent, it should have been a penalty or uh, a suspension. I guess they, they're not going to, they obviously announced they're not going to do anything. Um, Cause I mean, because yeah, I mean, no one admitted to it. Well, that and Kyle, well, Kyle made an ass out of himself and, and he, he did. He had to finish. He's been doing that a lot lately. Yeah. I, I thought he kind of started to put that behind him and, and then he just blows his head off his shoulders. I just don't, I don't get it. <laughs> Dude, you, so how? I've had a lot, I've heard a lot of people like actually detrimental, like door bumper clear, uh, stack opinions. I've listened to all those this week. Um, and all of them have said like Larson puts everyone in a precarious position and he puts, he puts you in a bad spot knowingly and makes you, I've never heard that. Everybody, everyone's all of a sudden like, oh, yeah, Larson does this shit all the time. I mean, I guess you look back on it, you could kind of tell, but it's it's not something anyone everyone's put out into the ether until I now. It, I think it became red, more readily apparent last year just yeah. because, like, just the cars are a lot more yeah. equal. So, But I remember how, like, out of, like, out of pocket we thought that was, and apparently this has been going on forever. Well, it seemed like in, in his Ganassi days, it seemed like Kyle would – just allow guy. It seemed to me, now my perspective is is what it is. Um, it seemed to me like Kyle would let himself get used up all the time and yeah, not do anything. Except about for it. when he wrecked Kevin Harvick at California in 2018. Yes, that that time that he blatantly <laughs> wrecked Kevin Harvick. Yeah, at California. Yeah. Um, that's Should've the way I. Coming. Yeah, that's the way I'd always felt about it. Now you go back. There's there's a handful of incidents, but it's like. A lot of times Kyle would just overdrive and, and wreck by himself in Ganassi equipment. I don't know. I I mean, I guess it, it, the problem is for Kyle is that part of what makes him so good is that he does this to an extent. Like he, he puts people in, in a spot where they need to lift or get run in the wall. And yeah, it kind of it kind of makes him as good as he is. But also, we've gotten to a point in the Cup Series where guys are just like, "I, I ain't lifting. We're just gonna, we're just gonna go in the wall." Then <laughs> he he's not good at handling it, is what no. I've noticed. He's not good at handling it when it gets tossed back to him. Um, yeah, I mean, he it's it goes back to like the Ross Chastain Denny Hamlin incident at Pocono, and it is I'm going to put you in a in a position in a really bad spot, and you got a choice to make. And if you make the wrong choice, you're going to be pissed off at me. But I mean, I gave you a choice and you now, chose, chose wrong. Now, let's pivot here really quick. Uh, let's talk about the guy who I think is the most responsible for this to begin with. Not not the initial incident, but the retaliation. Uh, Chad Johnston. Yeah, is kind of the to... biggest jackass in NASCAR. I'm sorry. All you did for like three years was fuck over Kyle. And then as soon as he wasn't there to to mask your problems as a crew chief, you got fired halfway through the season and now yeah. you have a vendetta against him. Come on. That's, that's chicken yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah. Chad Johnson is an absolute farce of a, of a crew chief. And maybe, maybe as a person in general, he, I mean, 
go listen to Radioactive. It, you know, from the time he's when did he, he was he Kyle's crew chief his rookie year? Not his rookie year. I think he came on board in 16. Okay. So yeah. Basically that, you know, 16 all the way up until Kyle left Ganassi. And Chad Johnson, all he did was talk about how bad Kyle Larson was at driving a race car when the entire world knew he was one of the greatest drivers in the world. And he just, he was a horrible crew chief, made the wrong calls, never adjusted on the car. And obviously this is all, you know, a lot of it's coming from you, but it's, it was pretty obvious as a fan, even not being a Larson fan, just on the outside looking in that he was not a good crew chief. And he escalated this situation with Ryan Priest tenfold. I mean, Ryan Priest was at a three. And then Chad Johnson said, no, you need to go get him. He does it all the time. He's this, that, and the third. He's terrible, you know. And, you know, now we end up with this situation here. And it, it's back to – it's it's a lot like the Chase Elliott, like Alan Gustafson and Eddie DeHaan, like, trio. Yeah. I mean, they they you have to de-escalate a situation like that. Because, I mean, what happens when Larson does wreck Priest? Granted, that's on Larson for blowing his head off his shoulders, but it's also a little bit on you because Ryan Priest might have just taken that in stride and go and talk to Kyle like a man. Maybe he would have went and kicked Kyle's ass like he's been talking about doing that he still hadn't done. Talking about yeah, Ryan sure. Priest. I'll believe that. Um, I'll see it. <laughs> and, but no, you escalated the situation to where he put your car and Kyle's car at risk. And, you know, God forbid Ryan Priest doesn't remember the Denny Hamlin penalty from a week before and gets out of the car. He says, yes, I did it. Cause then you're, then you're going to get crucified if you don't get penalized 25 points and 50 grand. So, uh, yeah, I just think it's, it's ass, it's fucking asinine that we, everyone involved fucked up. Well, yeah, absolutely. But what's stupid to me is that we crucified Denny Hamlin over, over that two weeks ago or, three weeks ago, whenever whatever, it was, whenever the yeah. fuck it was. And, and now you have a crew chief blatantly over the radio telling a guy to go get him back. And I'm yeah. not going to pretend that Chad Johnson's the only one that's ever done this, but we, we hear it. Everybody knows it's happening. I, in the stands without hearing that knew Ryan priest was going to do it because that's the way Ryan priest is which yeah. fine. I didn't really have a problem with him putting Kyle back the wall. Like I felt, no. I felt like it was kind of fair, but, um, I just don't, I don't understand. How is the line Denny Hamlin said on his podcast, he did it instead of egging your driver on to do it. How is that not penalty worthy? If Well, so the way Denny Hamlin explained it in when he went through his appeals process was that NASCAR looks at things that happen during the race and immediately after as heat of the moment and the way they looked at the Denny Hamlin situation was, you know, he had to sleep on it, you know, had time time to come to terms with a rational way of explaining and deciding what, what to do. And he still, you know, he admitted to, you know, wrecking Ross or whatever. Here's my Um, response to NASCAR. Then if, if what you're doing in the heat of the moment is that, that is much worse. If, if these are you, the greatest race car drivers in the world, and they can't control their emotions, exactly. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> exactly. I and here's the and here's the thing about the whole situation. This, this is speaking to that logic that NASCAR has. As far as what happened on track, I didn't have a problem with it. Like I didn't have any problem with Ryan Priest running Kyle Larson in the wall. I did Kyle Larson doing what he did to Ryan Priest. That was fucking dumb. Yeah. Like, and you know, the second part, I mean, the first part, you know, whatever, but the second part, you know, I was, he, Danica Patrick to a T. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's one of them deals. Like, I mean, don't do that as Ryan Priest said. Yeah. Yeah. I'd- I got nothing else. The whole yeah. thing was fucking stupid. Larson came in. Here, here's the thing. Larson came into the weekend with a bad attitude. Yeah. Like he he came into the uh, they asked him, you know, what, what are you excited for dirt race? No, or where should we do a dirt race? We shouldn't do a dirt race ever. Like, and I don't know, dude. It, it's it's becoming a trend with Kyle 
You know, he he was shitting on the dirt race this weekend. He was mad at Ross Chastain for the Hail Melon, called it embarrassing. And it almost seems like to me that that he's just fucking mad that one, he hasn't won the dirt race. Two, his help his hell melon attempt didn't fucking work. And like it just seems like he's fucking salty. And he seems like he's been salty. It does come he, across that way, yeah. Yeah, for quite a while. I mean, so I don't know. Kyle honestly needs to get himself in check a little bit. Cause he's yeah. he's kind of made an ass of himself several times in the past, you know couple years i mean we've seen we've seen the best and worst we i mean the way he handled the bubble wall situation was you know top tier like the he handled it in the best way possible but things like the justin haley situation last year um neither of the chase Elliott situations fall under that category because i mean it was you know two powerhouse or two juggernauts of the sport and one powerhouse organization, it's going to, that's going to happen. But blowing your head off the shoulders and wrecking Justin Haley and, you know, then trying to wreck Ryan Brees. I mean, this is fucking stupid. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Kyle needs to, Kyle needs to look inwards and be like, okay, there's a common denominator here. And uh, it's, it's you, Kyle. You need to, you need to chill the fuck out a bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do some um, yoga. Do some yoga, Kyle. <laughs> do some yoga. I don't. I don't know. I don't know that Kyle's going to do yoga. He doesn't strike me as a yoga guy. I mean, he lives in Arizona now. It makes sense. You can do yeah. yoga outside, and it's 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 already hot yoga. So anyway, Chase Briscoe is also fucking dumb. Um, <clears throat> he, what's he do? He spins Ryan Blaney out in this restart, just getting like just driving out of his ass like he does most of the time yeah i mean it, it's just another example of chase briscoe at his best um maybe you know maybe someone needs to break that middle finger off and shove it up his ass because i mean he clearly needs something to get his head on straight yeah um i don't know dude he chase briscoe is another one of those guys man he he just i i i I could get behind a guy making a mistake and owning it. I can't get behind a guy making repeated mistakes, the same repeated mistakes, and just getting out of the car and be like, man, I'm so sorry. I hate that happened. And then you don't do anything to learn from it. We've seen this. We saw this at Bristol Dirt last year. He wrecked Tyler Reddick. We saw this at the Coke 600. I mean, granted, he didn't wreck Kyle, but still, I mean, just driving over his head. We saw this obviously at the Bristol Dirt Race. There's countless examples. The Indy of, Road Course. The Indy Road Course, yeah, exactly. Where he just he just doesn't. I mean, he's yeah, he you can make the claim it's only third season cup series, but he, he just doesn't do many smart things on the racetrack. Yeah. I mean, how many golden opportunities, not maybe for wins, but top fives, top tens, does he does he just Throw away all the time. I mean, the three opportunities we just named, other than the Bristol Dirt Race from this year, they were all opportunities to win that he threw away. Well, he didn't he didn't throw away winning Indy, but he threw away having a top five or top ten. Because if he just, you know, gets back in line like he should have, instead of cutting all the way down the course and getting a penalty, he ends up with a top five or top ten which I guess doesn't matter because I needed to win. Oh, but, yeah, that's right. He did cut the course. I was thinking I was. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about the whole indie situation. But yeah, I mean, I meant the more the whole Denny Ham- wrecking Denny Hamlin thing. I mean, that should have been penalized. Like, yeah. Anyway, that was egregious. But um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, you, but if you wrecked Denny Hamlin, it's not it's fine. And that's what that's definitely what everybody thought. I mean, that's, I mean, yeah. And at Texas last year, you can just, you wrecked Denny. If you like, you guys see Denny on the highway, fuck, take his ass out. And then when you maneuver his ass, like down 77, when you get, uh, you ain't even going to get a ticket. When you get pulled over, they're just going to give you a handshake to be like, thank you for your service, sir. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We're putting you under arrest. No, you're not. Okay. Yeah. You're right. Great point. Yeah. (laughs) Um, no, I mean, Yeah, I don't know. I just that was just something that was pissing me off. Chase Briscoe, I 
I just, it's just one of those things, man. It, you, oh, sorry doesn't cut it eventually. Yeah. Like, sorry may cut it once or twice, pops. But yeah. if it's four, when you get three, four, five, six times you're doing this and you just get out of the car and you're just like, I'm sorry. It's like the South Park uh, bit where BP accidentally drills too far and unleashes Cthulhu and they just make an apology video where he just says, we're sorry, 5,000 times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what this is. That's 100% what this is. Yep. Chase yeah. Briscoe is Cthulhu yeah. confirmed. Yeah. Ross Chastain, he did a lot of shit. He did not do the BP disaster. That was Chase Briscoe, apparently, according to Seth. Anyway. I'm yeah, uh, <laughs> just rolling. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the cautions. Um, we saw it. We saw every other car in the field basically spin out in this race. Um, so here's the thing. I liked... I liked when they didn't throw the caution most of the time. It felt yeah. like it made sense because like the lap time at Bristol Dirt is I don't know what it is, but it's it's long enough that if you spin out at the back of the field, you're probably going to be able to get it going unless you hold on it like Ross did at Coda and every other driver on the planet likes yeah. to do. But we had those several incidents where they would throw it pretty quickly. They threw it when mm-hmm. Larson spun. They threw it when Kyle Busch spun. You could argue the reason Kyle Busch was Kyle... on pit road, basically, when they threw the yeah. fucking caution. Yeah, no, I I don't agree with it. Um, but Denny Hamlin, Michael McDowell, Ryan Blaney all spun out in front of the, like, the back there in the hornet's nest. Yeah. And, I mean, they... No, McDowell did a straight 360 and kept going though, did he? He did it twice. Did he? Oh, yeah. He did it twice. Yeah. Yeah. And kept going, but no yellow. And it's not like we're not calling for him to make caution, we're just consistency. I mean, it's what constitutes yellow. And I mean, obviously, there are going to be times if if your policy is to not throw it unless you absolutely have to, there will be times where you have to, obviously. Yeah. But yeah, the yeah, the eight spin is probably the worst one because, yeah, by the time they actually throw it and the leaders got there, he's all the way on pit road. Like, there is no there's no logic there at all. No, and it's just it's something that's becoming a theme with this season. You know, the Eric Almarola thing at um, was it Vegas? That was debatable on whether that should have been a caution or not. Um, the Harrison Burton deal. Um, I mean, that was a caution, but like, you know, they were a little bit trigger happy with it. There's just, it's just something we've been bitching about forever. It's just inconsistency. And I mean, they always get trigger happy toward the end of the race. Yeah. They well, that's, a, that's, the they fr- that, that's the thing. That's the frustrating part about it is like this race going green was the best thing that happened to the racing product. Because I mean, we had Bell, Briscoe, and and um, Reddick and Reddick, like all up there. You know, three cars under blanket going for this win, and it was going to be a hell of a show because they all know how to do this. Yeah, and we didn't. We were kind of robbed of that because, you know, we had we had to get trigger happy with the cautions. Yeah, and it, it goes, and we talk about them not throwing yellows, and a perfect example of them trying to not throw a yellow was the last lap of the race they waited till the right you know the leaders got in a turn three and they're like or they're approaching three and it's like okay we have to throw it now because the one car's sitting in the middle of the track so also why was ross sitting in the middle of the track i still don't know i I was about to say i haven't seen a replay of that we got an explanation like what the fuck like i didn't one i didn't see him we were sitting right there i didn't see him until i saw the caution lights come on i was like why and I and then like they approached. Him. I was like, "Oh, Ross is like there. Holy yeah. fuck!" <laughs> like, yeah, because we'd seen the nineteen and the or the nine and the ninety nine uh, spin and get out of the way. And we're like, "All yeah. right, good." And then the yellow comes out. We're like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Chris or Bell, he um, he can thank the wrecking ball for that one. Yeah, he can. Yeah, the wrecking ball paid him back for apparently causing the incident last yeah, year. Yeah, Ross. Yeah, Ross Chastain is the reason Chris or Bell won this race. So well, I mean, it was going to be a tall task. For Let Reddick. me make my fucking joke. That's the re- 
That's so add that to the list of uh things that Ross did. That's it. That's it's all I want to say. List. It's a long fucking list. Dude. It's a much shorter list of things that Ross has not done. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Chris Bell won the race. Um that was disappointing. It was. Yeah. Um it felt inevitable a- that someone like him was gonna win this race though, eventually. Yeah, it, it it is good. It is it almost validates this race a little bit more that a dirt guy won it, and like I mean, this was, and we'll we'll get it. We'll, I guess we'll get into the the whole debate of you know whether this should be you know whatever the Bristol dirt. Um, this was the best track conditions we had out of all three years, and the dirt guys rose to the top. And uh, literally Jonathan, and figuratively, <laughs> Jonathan Davenport. I this is one thing I'm getting kind of annoyed with is these guys from other disciplines coming in and just they race one race and they just talk. They they are the expert on everything that's wrong with everything. Which I would love they to know. Have, what, I would huh? love to know what you're talking about because Davenport actually sounded like he had the fun. And they blew. They kind of blew one quote out of proportion. Davenport said he he said I had fun, but this wasn't a real real dirt race. It was a novelty. This isn't real. Like this isn't true dirt racing. And me sounds like, like Kyle I mean, Larson. And, uh, yeah. Well, and here here's what I'm about to say. Both those arguments are complete fucking bullshit. Like you can't like that race. That was. I've been to a couple dirt races. Seemed like a dirt race to me. The damn, damn race. It got you know, slick, dry slick. Dry Isn't slick. that what they call it? Yeah. yeah. Um, and I mean, the dirt guys rose to the occasion because they knew how to handle the situations. You saw, you know, Bell, Reddick, Briscoe, Stenhouse, Austin Dillon, five of the best dirt racers in the sport. All you know, rising to the occasion. You well, why? Because they're good on dirt. You know why? Because it was a dirt race and it was a true dirt race. And, you know, people just don't like this for whatever reason. Well, and, and I'm, I'm so sick of the argument that these cars aren't made for it. That's the whole point. Cars weren't made for road courses. And you guys begged for more. They kind of are now. They kind of are now. I mean, but they weren't is what yeah, I'm saying. They yeah. yeah. And we begged for more. And now we have cars that are made for. Yeah. I don't know. Right. It's like that's that's the that's the best part of the cup series. And, and you are, explain to me because um why do why why are these cars not built for dirt? What makes them not built for dirt? Uh mostly in in mechanical construction, as far as I understand. Just like the way a dirt car is set up is set up to kind of lean over a bit. This is my yeah. this is my understanding, which is it's not as detailed as as maybe my cup understanding maybe like maybe. softer softer spring softer suspension to yeah and it's, it's to kind of it's purpose okay. built to be turned right to go left essentially yeah. that's okay. that, that's probably the most layman way to put it but that's that, it makes sense and okay. a cup car yeah. is made I thought about that so yeah yeah and, and a cup car is it's i guess parallel would be the best way to put it yeah. So it, it just makes it it makes it harder. But I mean, they still they had these things hung out. They did ripping the top. I would man. say they this the next gen definitely is more cohesive to this to dirt racing than the the old car was. Yeah, because you can get this car yawed out more than you could in the old car. I would have loved to see the old car uh, at a night race dirt Bristol. Uh, just to just for a exact comparison, I just I don't know, man, because you you can't really you couldn't get those cars yawed out as much because the sides were just a flat billboard. And I, mean, I think that was that yeah. could that could have been a lot of the, I think that's a lot of the problem with the truck series on yeah. dirt. Like I mean, and they've put on a good show in the past, but it was it was nowhere close to the past two Cup dirt races. Yeah, um, Joe Logano won that race. And that's all you need to know about that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't, I just don't understand the argument that like I can understand. I don't agree, but I can understand the argument of we don't need to be racing on dirt. 
But I can't understand the argument that that wasn't a good race and that wasn't a true dirt race because it was, I, I don't know. There's no evidence to support that at all. Yeah. Like we, we took a non-purpose built dirt track and a non-purpose built dirt cars. And we made a very fucking good dirt race out of this. I don't, I don't know what you want yeah. out of this. Um. Yeah. So I guess the debate is a lot of there's a lot of talk whether the dirt race is coming back next year to Bristol. Um. What do you think? I think it won't come back, but I absolutely want it to come back. Okay. All right. Um. Here's my thing. I also don't think it's coming back, but. I'm I don't think Bristol is going to have a second date next year because a lot of people don't realize the only reason this race is on the only reason Bristol still has two dates is because they made the spring race a dirt race. Like, I mean, the, a lot of people are like, oh, go back to two concrete Bristols. They're like, no, that's not that's not the argument here. If we get rid of the Bristol dirt race. There is no second Bristol race because the attendance has been bad. The attendance hasn't been any worse or better for the dirt race. I think you can chalk that up to weather, the fact that it always rains and it's cold. And I think I having mean, it on Easter doesn't help either. I don't I don't I don't support that argument either because it it doesn't like we didn't see any decline in crowd from the other spring Bristol races. No, I, yeah, it's hard to tell. So, I mean, I mean, that, that definitely could be a thing. I mean, obviously we're, we're in the South and, you know, we have, you know, people are, you know, celebrate Easter. Um, I'm not saying I have a problem with the running at Easter. I'm just saying, no, no, I know. I know. I don't, I don't have a problem with running at Easter. I think it's good for TV. Um, we, I mean, football, plays on you know thanksgiving basketball plays on christmas day why can't we run on easter like i mean but yeah um but and and think about it that as far as that goes you're not directly competing with anything that's yeah that's the glory of it yeah the masters i think was over by the time the race started yeah i would imagine And also i don't want it that's another thing i don't want to hear a debate on we shouldn't be running on easter because this that third it always sets easter night what Easter, you get up in the morning, you go to church, you do you do Easter Bunny, you uh, you know, whatever. whatever. I don't really know. I haven't celebrated Easter in a long time. Um, but the Masters is on during fucking Easter Day. Yeah. <laughs> like so I don't I don't get the argument that we shouldn't shouldn't be doing shit on Easter. Um, but anyway, that's a personal thing, I guess. Um but uh, back to back to the meanwhile back at the ranch. Um, yeah, I don't. I think if we don't do a dirt race at Bristol, we don't get a Bristol race um, in the spring next year. I I I have a theory. I don't think this is going to be a thing, but it's something to think about. Um, I think what could possibly happen is they run this Wilkesboro All Star race. And they go to the original plan of making Wilkesboro dirt and they replace, because it's an SMI date, they replace the Bristol dirt race with a Wilkesboro dirt race because they're already going to have to repave it eventually anyway. So they're going to tear up the asphalt, put dirt on it. This is going to be the dirt race. Wilkesboro is going to be the dirt race. It's going to get a points race and, you know, Bristol will have one race. That is not where I thought you were going to go with that. It it was just a theory that popped in my head. Like I mean, it, it just it it I guess makes sense. Yeah, I don't think I really don't think that's going to happen. But it, I think it's it's something to throw out there that it might that that could be a possibility. I would just it, it just makes sense that they were already going to do that, and it's an SMI date. I would just imagine that when they decided to not repay North Wilkesboro, that they were thinking they were going to get more than a year out of it. I, yeah, I mean, I, I honestly, I kind of think the same thing. Um, yeah, but I maybe keep hearing, I keep hearing Nashville Fairgrounds a lot. Yeah, 
that so that obviously is the other option i was yeah um that that would replace the spring bristol race um which that would be an awesome alternative too. Yeah. Um, but I don't, I used to think I don't want to lose a dirt race. Yeah. And I know there's a lot of people gets the dirt race, but these are the greatest race car drivers in the world. Allegedly. Why not prove it? I mean, it is like, and I think, I think a lot of the reason the drivers kind of discount it is we only have one. It's really it's like the road courses when we had, you know, only two of them, like people kind of they use them as throwaway races. I, I don't dude. I, I think we should have three to four of these things. Two, here's what I here's my a double header and a and a, you know, one and a single event or two double headers. I think two week two dirt weekends a year. Yeah, because that'll force the teams to. And I think it would be cheaper. I was listening to Stacking Pennies, and they made a really good point. The fact that, you know, it costs some money to, like, make the modifications for dirt for just one race. Yeah. It would probably be cheaper in the long run if they had a – you had, like, okay, this is our dirt car instead of converting one of our other cars to dirt and then converting it back to something else, Yeah, you know? Um, That's I fair. think that would ultimately be cheaper because you're taking the under tray off the car, which is the most expensive piece, one of the most expensive pieces on the car. Um, I just, yeah, I think, I think we should have three or four of these things. I think two weekends a year, we should go, we should go dirt racing. I think we should do it on purpose built dirt tracks. Yeah. I am, I'm not against Bristol dirt, but I'm not going to be torn up if it goes away. I think we need to go to, I think, we should go to a purpose-built dirt track and try that. We saw Eldora was good um, with the trucks towards the end. We should not go to Knoxville because Knoxville sucks. Yeah, agreed. Um, hello, Seth. Don't mind me. I'm I'm trying to find a quote that I saw put up okay. on Reddit. All right, as long as you're doing research. Yeah, I am. All right. I thought I, your job was just like I'm. No. I'm over here having a the the great dirt debate, and you're just ignoring it. Um, but anyway, yeah. I mean, I think. I think it just would make more sense. I've always kind of thought that too, that having only one dirt race is kind of, I don't know. I like, I like, I liked having, I like having more than two road courses. I think six is a great number. I think six super speedways is a terrible number. We should have like four or three of those. <laughs> um, see, I, I know, I know. Yeah, I that's that's a thing like that's another reason a lot of people like this is a this is a good debate. If you look at IndyCar, IndyCar, they hype up the Indy 500 so much and they like, okay, well after the Indy 500 we got all these viewers, maybe they'll tune in next week. Well, you tune in next week and it's something completely different. Indy 500 is this great race, this great spectacle but there's nothing else like it on the schedule. And I think that that hurts. And I think that hurts the Bristol dirt or a dirt race period is because people can dismiss it. The drivers, the teams, the whole sport from all aspects can dismiss it because it's just one race. Yeah. Whereas if it was three or four races, you couldn't ignore it. You had to take it seriously because you had to be good at it because those are three to four. You can't afford to, you know, scuff three or four opportunities to win a race in this day and age in NASCAR. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it is, you have to, you have to be able to win every week. And I think a lot of guys look at it as 25 regular season points races and a dirt race. If there was four of them, they'd have to take it more seriously. Yeah. That, and then you, you brought up, you brought up IndyCar. So I feel like this is a good point about, Eight or nine years ago, whenever I started watching IndyCar, but at that point, they had by far the most diverse schedule in motorsports. Yeah. They had 100%. What, four big it's ovals. Not, it doesn't matter how yeah, many, whatever, but it was a very balanced schedule yeah. and it was great. It was awesome. And it has just slowly gone away from that. And it's basically a road course series with a couple ovals now. Mm-hmm. And the best thing that we have done in NASCAR recently, we've made a lot of gaps, 
but the best thing that we have done. Hi, happy. Hello, happy. Uh, um, the I best know you're thing... happy that Kevin Harvick finished ninth. I'm also happy that he finished ninth. We're going to talk about that. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. The best thing that we've done is our diversity of schedule. It, yeah. it has, it by that, that fact by itself has made Cup Series racing more enjoyable for me yeah. at least. It is. And, oh, good. And if we get rid of the dirt race, we're just getting rid of one of those elements. And it and and people bitch about the road courses because yeah, they they suck last year, but all before that they were great. Yeah, like and people they, begged for more. You they all turned into shitsos occasionally, yeah. but yeah, we begged for more. We got them, and now everyone was like, "Oh, that's too many." I'm like, I don't. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, I'm fighting with my cat. Yeah, that's going to be a disappointing thing to me if we end up with a trend of going backwards. So it leads me to a quote that Corey LaJoy said on his podcast, or no, on SiriusXM, sorry. I was about to say, I don't remember this, the podcast. I did listen to it. Uh, the Yankees don't go to a single A stadium. We haven't progressed in 75. We haven't progressed in 75 years of NASCAR to go back to the oh, yeah, cornfield. Corey LaJoy has a bad take on this. Yes, he does. And that's completely ignoring the fact that the MLB literally does go to cornfields once or twice a year. Say, just about to say. They literally Field do Field of that. dreams, my guy. Yeah. Field of fucking dreams. The NHL plays outdoors a couple times a year. It's 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 not like NASCAR a, is the only sporting paying, series it's doing paying this. paying homage, man. Paying homage. homage. Paying homage to our roots. Yeah, yeah. I mean, going back to the IndyCar thing is it – you make a you bring like a book good point as far as the balance of the schedule. Um, and now I it seems like IndyCar is almost in an identity crisis of what kind of series they want to be. And that's one thing that NASCAR has a good balance with most of its different types of racetracks, um, except for being super speedway heavy. Um, except for, and also the fact that we have one dirt race. I think we should have more. I now here's here's another thing. We shouldn't add one, shouldn't add any weekends to the schedule. 100%. And two, we shouldn't take any more races away from other tracks. We should add races to the schedule. Add races, but keep it the same amount of weekends. Do that double headers, double fucking headers, yeah. even if they're both on Sunday. Like I don't give a shit. Like one during the day, one, I mean, that'd be dumb. But That'd be kind of brutal, but it, exactly. So yeah. I think, sorry, Happy is just he just wants to be all up in this shit. Um, he's a camera cat. He is a camera cat. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, I think, yeah, I mean, I think doubleheader dirt races. I mean, because that would, I mean, we see short tracks across the country, dirt tracks, asphalt tracks. They do doubleheaders, dude. Dude, what's up? Like, you got? Do you have something to say, Happy? That's a good point. That's a great point, Happy. That's a hell of a point. I love you too. Hold on. Let me just throw this cat like a torpedo. Um, anyway, um, you good? Yeah, Third chonk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, short track races, dirt races across the country, they run double headers. They run two, two night. I mean, the world finals we go to, they run two sprint car races. No, two they run nights four nights. Yeah. Well, they do run four nights. Yeah. yeah. But we go to two nights. Uh, I watch a lot of Landon Huffman videos. They run twin forties every, you know, every night. I'd be fine if we did two short dirt races. Like that's fine. Like, I've been saying this since we started the Bristol dirt race. Two hundred lap features, features, and yeah. no brakes, no nothing. You slap yep. four tires on it and you go. Like I mean, I mean, you, you could and fuel. you could you could double up with the truck series and have them do two fifty lap features if you wanted. Mm, no, I'm fine with like the truck series fucking off. I mean, like, I'm just saying if you really wanted to add, if you wanted to make this like the bang for your buck weekend for a cup fan, which I know they don't give a fuck about us at go. No, what you track, do is you do but, one, you do one truck race and do your heats and qualifying on the same on the Saturday, and then you do twin hundred lap features. I think part of the uh, part of the fun of doing that. If I had, if I if I'm coming back Sunday and the only thing I'm getting is a hundred lap feature, I'm going to be a little no, bit. No, you're getting two hundred lap features on the same gonna... day. Yeah. Okay. I mean. Okay. I mean, fuck I it. Had, I had Saturday. We, and Sunday we're so hell bent on Sunday nights 
That's why allegedly the doubleheaders didn't work in the first place. So guess what? We're gonna, you know, we're gonna do this. Yeah. I mean, the race is already 250 laps. I mean, it's and true. we have I mean, like stage breaks. Yeah. You don't have to do that. Like just 100 laps, and you could get rid of stage cautions. And at lap 20 and lap 40, you award stage points. I know your mind's blown that I that we just came up with this amazing idea that's totally simple that no one like I don't know I don't know I I I am for NASCAR being on dirt I'm for NASCAR being on dirt I'm for three or four of these fucking things a year um, I'm but we got to do it the right way yeah that's that's the bottom line Where's, that's the where, bottom line of Steve Cole, Stone Cold Steve Austin Ed. well since we're, like, since we're um, <laughs> Well, since I guess we're on this subject, it won't happen, I don't think. But where would your other uh, dirt facility be? What 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 do you have in mind? All right, um, obviously Eldora. Um, yeah, it's settled. What? It's Eldora. It has to be. Well, I mean, we're going to do two two different tracks. I thought you were doing two double header weekends. Yeah. So you're getting rid of Bristol. I mean, yeah. Oh, okay. We're gonna give it to Fairgrounds. So okay. okay. Yeah. So we're gonna give it to the Fairgrounds. Um, Eldora and I'm trying to think it Knoxville does not work at all for, for I, uh, yeah, I don't, stock I don't cars. Think so. I don't understand why we're still going there. Um it's just too flat for stock cars. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough. That is that is the one thing you do run into with dirt tracks is the infrastru- infrastructure of everything. Um trying to think of like uh, what what other SMI tracks have dirt tracks? Texas does. I don't there know. There we go. There we go. Yeah. Get rid of the Texas State, make it make a dirt race. Yeah. I don't know what condition it's in, but um, well, figure it out because that's I mean, where we're going. We're, You're already gonna spend here's what dude. Well, I mean, if we're doing this already, hold on, though. Hold on, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. I'm listening. You sell the land that the mile and a half's on right now, and you use a chunk of that money to put all your investment into the Texas dirt track. To make it as good as you can make it, and there, that's that's it. The dirt track's already there. You just got to improve on it, and you're going to get a shit ton of money for all this land in the Dallas Fort Worth market, which is gonna which is worth a lot of money. You could just sell all of that, all of it, and then revamp the fuck out of the Charlotte dirt track, and then I could go. And that's really no. all I care about. That's really all I care about. I well, want to go. Okay. Well, we'll fucking go to Ohio then. Like, Ohio, I want. I want to go to Eldora. I do. Like, I do. Yeah. Yeah. I, do. I don't want a third weekend in Charlotte. Like that. That's a little overkill. We'll just get rid of Coca Cola Six Hundred. It's fine. Wow. 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 No. No. Absolutely not. That's a dumbest. That might be one of the dumbest things you you've said on this podcast. Like, I mean, are you? Dude, are you preoccupied? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I mean, goddamn. I don't know. Yeah, no, I mean, that's that's my solution. What do, where do you think we should go? I mean, I think I think we need to keep Bristol. There's definitely some other track we can get rid of to accommodate the fairgrounds like Texas. And then it's true. go to Eldora. I think Bristol and Eldora would be a great, because they're totally different track-wise. And... It would be fun. I think both having both would be would be a blast. All right. So it's settled. I'll talk to Marcus Smith tomorrow. Hell yeah. Cool. Um other other than that, um, what is uh anything else you wanna talk about? No, not particularly. Okay, cool. Um Chase it's gonna be back this weekend. Um so moment of silence for that tragedy. Um at uh yeah, I was really hoping Josh Berry would have a run at this Martinsville race, and uh, Chase Elliott just had to ruin that for everybody. So, yeah, that Darth yeah. butthole looking. Yeah, mo- modern modern uh, 
medical practice really really did us in for this one I still uh, but, like modern modern medical practice or not. I'm shocked they're making us first race back Martinsville. Like that, it is weird. I thought, yeah, I thought, okay, let's skip Martinsville because that's that's going to be demanding. Let's put you in for a couple laps at Talladega and put Josh in the car and then bring you back at Kansas or Darlington, whatever fucking races after. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm I'm shocked, but yeah. Oh well, I um, guess I guess I guess he figures if it's not ready. I'll figure it out pretty quick. I'm sure they're all going to have Josh on standby. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely going to be on standby. I mean, yeah. yeah. But um, Martinsville should be fun. Um, yeah. I'm excited for – I think it'll be a good weekend of – well, it'll be – I think it'll be a better cup race. The truck and Xfinity will probably be a shit show. Um, Xfinity is normally pretty good. Trucks yeah. sucks. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm excited for the package change to see what happens with that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not stopping for, this for I'm you audio. For you audio listeners, Happy is just sticking his whole face in, yeah. in, in Buddy's uh, pop filter and microphone, and just yeah. just being a nuisance, a general nuisance. Yeah, yeah. He's just he's really excited because Kevin Harvick finished ninth in the Bristol Dirt Race. I know that's. Weird. Can we talk about that for five seconds? I We're watching we the race for the fucking win, right? And Seth's like focusing on that. And I just like, I'm like, huh, where's Kevin at? You know, peer, Kevin, I was periodically checking on Kevin, um, making sure he's still, you know, still kicking. Uh, you got to do that with your old folks every now and then. Uh, um, so I was, I was looking and I, I looked about where I thought he was about 20, 25th. And I was like, spam. Like did Kevin like wreck? Did he have, did he just give up? Like what happened? Like, where is he at? And I like I catch something out of the corner of my eye, a yellow happy face, not you happy. Um, and I notice I count cars and I go and I start hitting set, 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 set. And I'm pointing to not the lead. And he's like, what? I go, Kevin Harvick is in the top 10. <laughs> this is exactly how this happened. And this was I, a win. This was a win for me. It, yeah, it should be. That's ridiculous. He. Yeah. I thought he was going to finish 40th in a 37 car field. He ran fucking 40th. Yes. Last year. He yeah. ran last last year and he finished top 10. He must've liked the drag dry slick track better than the heavy track. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he did better in the, uh, in the first one. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. It must be track conditions. Yeah. yeah. For summary, you know, in that, in that way, that is the one thing, the track conditions I got worried about, I think it was like 50 laps in because i was like oh it's starting to look really dry but it raced so good for the rest of the race like because we talked that there was so much talk last year like oh this will never work full time very often you know for long term because um the race was only so good because because we were watering I, i'm having a hard time here. Uh, <laughs> It's like they were saying, or a bunch of guys were saying, Kyle Bush was a big one for it, that this only worked because it was raining periodically through the race. Well, guess what? We didn't have a drop of rain. The track slicked up, it rubbered up, and the groove moved to the top, and it was awesome. Another complaint I heard about this race a lot that drove me crazy was, oh, man, there weren't that many lead changes. Well, yeah, they never made it to lap traffic, hardly ever. So of course there weren't very many lead yeah. changes. It's like yeah, and we also didn't really get a long green five run. It requires that a lot of times. I mean that's what I was saying. We didn't get a long green flag line run because we had a uh, caution every fifteen minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've seen some pretty bum ass uh, dirt races in my day, and that wasn't one of them. So. I mean, that was by far the best Bristol dirt race I've seen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Trucks. That's the best. about laws. That's the best NASCAR dirt race I've seen in my life. Yeah, I don't think I watched all the Mud Summer Classic races, but. They were good. There were a lot of good ones, but I think yeah. this was better. I think this was better. I think one more thing. Um, I think we have to applaud Marcus Smith because. This is also 250 laps 
most dirt races on a uh on a you know local Saturday night or whatever are much 30 rare. laps, yeah, like tops. They did 250 laps with minimal like track watering and like you know track keep up and they it, the track conditions were fantastic yeah so if you don't yeah i don't know i got full faith in marcus smith and whatever he does and this is just more more, more proof of that i mean as much as kyle larson has trashed this this he told us in our video that that they do a good job of track prep here so that was on full yeah. display on sunday yeah yeah but all right uh sundress dumbass uh sunday dress i went with uh justin haley i he ran pretty good um and then he got engaged to haley squared um that's irrelevant i just that thought is that hilarious was funny. yeah he, he, that is hilarious that justin haley's justin haley's wife her first name is haley so if the, her name's going to be haley haley it's pretty good uh, with my dumbass, I there were a couple guys I could have gone with, but I went with Kyle Larson because he was a dumbass. Okay. Yep. Um. All right. So, sundress. I think Justin Haley is a dumb sundress because I fully expected him to run well this weekend. I really just wanted to get the Haley Haley thing in there. That's the main okay. reason I went with it. All right. All right. Um. My sundress is going to be all the French Canadians we we met at uh in the parking lot that had Pornhub shirts on. Um, they were actors on probation um, that doubled as race car drivers and also tripled as a hoot and a half. Um, so those those guys definitely get the get the fun award. I don't think anyone had more fun at Bristol Dirt than them. Um, and then the dumbass is going to be i don't know i really there I will, I will i'll commend a lot of people because there weren't many dumb things done this weekend on on the racetrack so that's that's always nice to see um i'm gonna go with this is a bit outdated but i'm gonna go with it anyway whoever thought it was a good idea to put trucks on anything bigger than a mile and a half Okay. <laughs> it's not relevant to this weekend, but yeah. it just it's something that I've been thinking about a lot. So that's what I'm gonna go with. So um, not Chase I, Briscoe or Chad Johnston, it's that. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, but like I think the world doesn't need me to tell tell them that Chad Johnston and Chase Briscoe are a dumbass. Um I, yeah, I guess. I yeah, know. the world definitely needed you telling them that Kyle Larson was a dumbass. But yeah, whoever thinks that trucks belong on anything bigger than like a mile like you're you're out of your damn mind like mile like they're terrible like trucks is the the series is devol devolving into just nonsense and i think i think what we need to do i heard a great idea with door broker clear is every time we run them companion with cup races and but instead of running a mile and a half you find the closest fucking short track that's you know that can hold them I mean, that's what we that's what we used to do at Indianapolis. We would run. I mean, I guess we still do, but we ran Xfinity yep. and trucks at IRP. Yep. And we ran Cup at Indianapolis. And we're finally going back to running trucks at IRP, which is nice. But yeah, yeah. I think yep. when we go back to the big track. They need to do that with Xfinity, too, obviously. But I don't know. Anyway. Uh, I think it's been been the show. Oh, picks. No, picks, picks, yep. picks, picks. Um, I picked Alex Bowman. You picked Kyle Larson. Um, yeah. I won the picks. I knew that was going to happen, too. I just – okay, I thought he was still going to beat Bowman, but I knew for sure. I don't know, man. Win. I was feeling good. Until Bowman got Chase Briscoe, Bowman was looking good. He was yeah, running. that's true. He was, uh, he was trying to get in the top five there. He got kind of messed up on a couple of restarts and dropped him back to the back half of the top ten, but he was he was good. Oh, the Hendrick penalties. We didn't talk about that. Oh, yes. Forgot yeah. that even happened. Uh, yeah, um, they got penalized for improper uh, windshield uh, fucking motor, motor mount, mount placements yeah. or whatever, um, and then Hendrick decided not to appeal. Yeah, that was clearly, okay, we get it. 
Yeah. We're not going to fight it. And also, yeah, and also they definitely fuck with something they shouldn't have fucked with. Well, apparently and they've been doing right. that for the entire time we've had these, and NASCAR knew about it, and they just decided finally, oh, yeah, we don't like that now because yeah. you're Hendrick. Hey. Like I said, that penalty was dumb, but, yeah, clearly Hendrick's like, fine. We're washing our hands of this. You win. <laughs> yeah. That's clearly hey, what that was. Welcome to the fucking show. Yeah. Welcome to the fucking show. Um, okay, that's that's all. Anyway, picks for uh, where we're going, Martinsville. Yeah. Um, so that sucks. I was gonna pick Josh Berry. Yeah, I, I could tell you were gonna pick Josh Berry. Yeah. So go ahead, pick somebody because I gotta figure out who to pick. Uh, I'm just gonna go with uh, Chase Elliott. <laughs> wow. Happy. Who do you think we should pick? That's a great point. Um, you know what? Denny Hamlin says from he he called his shot. He said from now until from now on, he they're they're going on a heater. They're going on a heater. The eleven team's going to do it. So, yeah, yeah. The problem is, is Denny Hamlin's always on a heater, but it's always on pit road. So that's that's true. Um, I'm going to pick Denny Hamlin. All right, this weekend. Fair enough. I don't think I picked Denny Hamlin yet. So yeah, and I got a I bunch know. of fur. So I'm about to start sneezing. So let's wrap this song bitch up. This has been the Big Motor Small Blade Podcast. I've been sundress. He's been dumbass. I it's fine. He's been small blade and I've been big motor. And oh, we will full of shit and you know it. Oh, you're damn I'm straight. Buddy Bully. Make sure you like, review, do all the things on all the, the subscribe, do all everything. Follow us on all of our social media handles and go fuck yourself. Yeah, agreed. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Listener, don't.